0: It, it's hard to to get past that, that union-busting um, hurdle because so many of us have that kind of ingrained in, in our teachings of being in the workforce because you are told that you have venues to, to air your grievances. The principal's door is always open, and <laughs> you can individually go in there and be like, hey— when, when, what is, uh, how many COVID cases are there before we shut down? And they will definitely tell you that that is none of your concern. That is an administration. Right. That is a, that is a piece for the administration to know. And then you will get carded. You just get scooted out and then that's it.
1: Well, speaking of like, you know, common knowledge, it's like, isn't it weird how it's considered common knowledge in the United States that union jobs are really good jobs? Like you get a lot of benefits. You have a lot of workplace rights. Everybody knows this. Like if you tell someone like, oh yeah, I just got a job. It's a good union job. They'll be like, wow, congratulations. Good for you. I'm really glad of that. But then you tell like your average worker, you're like, hey, I'm thinking about starting a union. Their first instinct is like, wow, that's really dangerous. Are you sure you want to go through with it? And it's like, we all just agreed that union jobs were the good jobs, right? Why not turn our jobs into good union jobs? Um, I don't want to downplay the dangers of trying to unionize. Like it can be precarious and it, it can result in your store getting shut down or you potentially losing your job. But you know, especially during times like these, I have to imagine that you know, it's, it, there's there's no better time to, like, really try and, and strike not just for your rights, but for the rights of all of the people that you're in, in contact with, you know, workers yeah. that you have face-to-face solidarity with. And also, you know, if if you can expand your heart that much, just workers in general.
0: Yeah, and in this particular strike, we are seeing uh, about 500 um, actual faculty of the school signing an open letter in support of the grad student union. mm mm-hmm. Though uh, the article that I was reading from said that it has kind of like a, a mixed response from the faculty themselves, but I mean, like when you're looking at a giant system like this, I mean, 500 people is a lot, and that oh, must yeah. mean. I mean, like I'm guessing that uh, that there are there's a he- pretty good contingent of contingent of faculty <laughs> on staff, so there are going to be the people who are bootlickers like you're gonna you're gonna have your i don't know maybe i don't want to i was gonna like start profiling people like industrial arts teachers are bo- bootlickers or something <laughs> like that but but yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do that joke's but. on you
1: the industrial arts teacher at u of m is a dedicated left com nice <laughs> 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 i don't know But yeah, Yeah. I mean, like, there's always going to be reactionary elements and like, you know, it's Michigan. It's not the most quote unquote progressive state in the union. Exactly. There's a lot of like weird ingrained work ethic stuff and a lot of like weird hyper-religious people and shit, but that's not enough to stop a union organization. That's not enough to stop a labor movement. And just because that, you know, it's kinda of like the broader like labor or like anti-capitalist movement in the United States. Like every time there's a setback, everybody like panics, like it's the end of the road. Like that's the end of organizing. That's the end of trying to stand up to bourgeois Jan- society. Yeah,
0: Janice B. asked me, uh, causing the unions to literally panic and pull all their funding from advertisers and things like that. Mm-hmm. Which actually, the pulling from advertisers probably did more damage to their union than Janice V. me actually did.
1: That's the thing. And it's like, but I just, at no point is it like ever like, oh, the fight's over. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's there's never going to be a a, a loss so catastrophic that it's not worth it to organize anymore. That's simply not going to happen.
0: Yeah, because even at this this very organization, we're not we're not actually seeing the nurses there on staff as part of um, this strike per se. I'm guessing some of them have signed on as supporters, but apparently the nurses there uh, are reusing their N95 masks for up to five shifts
1: that's outrageous. Which, uh,
0: if you know anything about mask policy, that's not how it's <laughs> supposed to work.
1: No, not um, at all. Well, and, and I'm sure the nurses know that, you know? They're trained medical professional.
0: Yeah, and, and they're... Um I, I can't remember if this was the organized... I think they were trying to get randomized COVID testing as well because, uh, like we reported in the last episode, there are a lot of people who are avoiding testing yep. because they are in, like, sports organizations. And so in order to actually make sure everybody is safe, um, these safe, uh, the grad students are trying to get randomized testing.
1: Well, especially if, you know, you have these athletic organizations and, and people who, for other reasons, don't feel like they want to go and get tested or don't want to participate or, or participate fully in contact tracing, then it kind of leaves you with no choice, right? It's like, if we're going to save lives, we're going to have to just randomly test people.
0: And that's, and that's specifically in response to, um, as we talked about when we were with the death panel, that the CDC stopped recommending that asymptomatic people be tested, which is an absolute atrocity. Yeah, and basically leaving leaving people to be like, Oh, I've just got a little sniffle today and they and they go to where they uh, are working or being educated or, or anything like that. And they, they shed the virus and get a bunch of people sick. And then the next day they're like, oh, well, I'm not feeling well today. And then everybody's like, oh, good. I'm glad you stayed home. But what about the day or two before that when you were shedding the virus yeah. like mad?
1: Um, well, and if you pay attention to how the virus actually spreads, it's like people are actually at their most contagious right before they start to show symptoms. So it's like there could be even up to like three days where you have no idea that you're sick and you could be infecting people that you come into contact with.
0: Yeah, and and even the school has seen it. I think that when I was watching, and I just want to quick quick scroll through my notes to make sure that this is the story. But yeah, so basically uh, there, were, uh, there was someone who tested positive and they're like, oh, there was a, a positive case and they were in this particular building uh, the first, second, third, and fourth of this month. And anyone who is in that area should get tested or whatever. And and just the fact that that sort of thing can even come to pass is appalling. And I and I know that uh, yeah. we we've seen uh, we've seen teachers die already from this. Uh, we've seen young teachers die. We and I and I I haven't actually seen reports yet because uh, I have not dug deep enough. But I'm certain that we have dead children already too.
1: Yeah, uh, without a doubt. I mean, just statistically, it's pretty much unavoidable.
0: Yeah, I think that uh, that does kind of wrap up this particular one a little bit. Besides, uh, like kind of clarifying their uh, the police related demands are actually associated with a program called Michigan Ambassadors, which is literally a program which associates the Ann Arbor police and ICE with the campus. Uh, It didn't specifically say what it was doing, but the the whole like. Removal of police from this particular um, fight is associated with the Michigan Ambassadors Program. So that's um, probably worth checking out if you're into police abolition and seeing if maybe college campuses in your area have something similar. But yeah. um, I think that why don't we move out of the United States?
1: I've been trying. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, uh, I, I, I think that we, we've we covered a couple um, strikes and stuff out, uh, outside of the US though never like as a segment so um, I'm gonna let's do a, can we get some music
1: can we- let's get yeah let's get Jamie can we get a little music up on the speakers